Praise the Lord. God will break you to position you, break you to promote you, break Amen. you to put you in your right place. But when he breaks oh God, you, he we bless your name you on there. tonight. When he breaks you, he doesn't destroy you. He does it with Lord, you're worthy. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. When we come to our Father, we will be broken. But He doesn't break us like the world does. He breaks us gracefully. The world can leave us broken into pieces. But the Father breaks us to pull out, to pour in, and always puts us back together again. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, we bless you tonight. Hallelujah. Mm. Yes, Father, hallelujah. Be on fire. Mm. Set me on fire. Hallelujah. Anybody want to be set on fire for him? Take all that I have in my hands, God, and multiply. Oh, we bless you. We honor you. We give you all the glory for all that you're doing, all that you will do in your daughters, God. Thank you for gracefully breaking up and mending us back together after you do your work. Hallelujah. We're here with our arms and our hearts and our minds wide open. Oh, God. Pouring out mm, our lives, God. The things that don't belong to you, the things that you don't need, God, we pour them out. And we give you glory. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Oh, we are excited about night three. Of the Empower Her 2018 teleconference I have been bubbling over Just feasting on night one With Apostle Victoria Lockhart Night two with Apostle Katrina Garrett And tonight I just call her fire When she opens her mouth, fire When she speaks, just fire Fire. You just cannot be the same after you hear her, even just in a normal conversation. I thank God for the woman of this hour, uh, Evangelist Becky DeWitt. We thank God. Amen. I'm going to go right into introducing her, and then we will have prayer by none other than one of my favorite people, a special woman of God, Elder Mayors, and then we're going to open up the gates and let the woman of God go and let the Father flow through her. Amen. I pray that everyone is excited and ready to hear a life-changing word. Hallelujah. Evangelist Becky DeWitt is a minister and a Christian author. As a Christian author, her writings reveal trials and tribulations as well as edification to the soul. Her books express the need to talk about Jesus from the ordinary, everyday perspective with titles that are uncommon and cover art that is expressive. I love something that she stated in an interview. She writes and self-publishes children's books as well as adult inspirational books. But this is what I love. It's all under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Wow. The vision of her company, Blood Drop Inheritance Group, is to pin those words of inspiration and revelation from the throne room for all generations. I'm going to repeat that again. That blessed my heart. The vision of her company, catch the name, Blood 
Drop Inheritance Group is to pin those words of inspiration and revelation from the throne room for all generations. I'm sure that right there will preach all by itself. She is a member of Tree of Life Ministries. She lives and works in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You can find her books on AuthorHouse.com and Amazon.com. Evangelist DeWitt is a living example of what God can do. He delivered her from bondage of drugs and alcohol, and she attributes her transformation to the power, in her words, of the living God. Evangelist DeWitt boldly declares when he, we're talking about God now, cleans you up, there is no residue. That blessed my heart. Prepare to be blessed, empowered, and provoked to go forth, women of God, in everything that he has created you to do. Get ready for the fire. That is Evangelist Becky DeWitt. My God, my God, I know you're ready to hear from the woman of God. At this time, we will have prayer with uh, Elder Mayers and then none other than the voice of Evangelist Becky DeWitt. Hallelujah. First, give an honor to our Lord, Savior Jesus. First, give an honor to our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. To Prophetess Ramonda Moore, our hopes for this evening, for the empowerment of women. Through Sarah Rebecca DeWitt, our speaker. And to all of you in your respective places, let us pray. Father God, in the mighty master's name of your son, Jesus Christ, we thank you today, Lord. We thank you this evening, Lord, for our speaker, hallelujah, evangelist Sarah Rebecca DeWitt tonight, Lord. You alone are sovereign, Lord. And I thank you for allowing us this time to rightly divide and share and listen to the powerful word you have given her for us. Eternal God, our Father, we give you thanks. We praise your holy and righteous name. And we thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us to glorify you, God, to pray especially, Lord, for the strength, for the love and empowerment for the women on the line tonight, God, and for all women, God, that need empowering, God. Father God, we seek your help tonight for women in desperate struggles, God. Hallelujah. For survival, God, for physical and economic advancement, Lord. Father God, we pray tonight that you would intervene and protect them from violence, sexual exploitation, gender inequity, and racism, Father God. Father God, we ask that you send spiritual advocates, Lord, spiritual advocates, Lord, saved and filled with your Holy Spirit to defend their rights. Ah, yadabosa. Defend their right to health care, education, gainful employment. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for equal justice for every, every woman, God. Father God, we ask that you improve, empower, and heal and help these women so that their voices are heard regarding their needs, preferences, Lord, and life choices, God. Hallelujah. Father, we ask that you give them a compassionate and nurturing and divine love, God, for one another. And may your love permeate their heart, God, convict their spirits, Lord, break oppressive strongholds, Lord, and illuminate lives, Lord, with faith and help and hope in you, Father God. Father God, we thank you. 
for this night of empowerment, God. We thank you for these three days of empowerment, God. We thank you for showing up, God, and showing out. Hallelujah, God, in these women's lives, in all women's lives, God. And we ask you, God, to put your stamp of approval of healing and help and righteousness and divineness and power of the Holy Spirit in each and every one of them. Hallelujah. And stick with them and stand by them, Lord. Let them feel your spirit, your Holy Spirit, to let them know they are strong and they can and they shall overcome. These blessings, God, we ask, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who sent his son to die on the cross for us, to save our souls and to save our sins. Thank you, Lord, for thinking about us and loving us. Hallelujah. These blessings we ask in your name, Father. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Go ahead. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just thank and praise God for this day, which is a day that he has made, a day like no other. We give honor to Prophetess Ramonda Moore Brown and Elder Mayors. We thank you for the prayer. Glory to God. I am excited to come to you tonight and giving honor to all of the women of God on the line, any men of God that may be on the line, and every saint that may be on the line. Glory to God. Nothing just happens. It's not an accident or an incident that you're on this line tonight. Simply because of the fact I'm going to chuckle at myself because this time of night I have never spoken as well to minister to anyone this time of night. Uh-huh. So this is an unusual thing for me. So I'm expecting an an unusual anointing to flow tonight. In the matchless name of Jesus. Glory to God. Mm. Father, as you have given me this assignment, I open my mouth wide so that you will fill it with the good things that you would have me speak unto your people. Mm-hmm. For you've given me a mouth and wisdom that the adversary cannot gainsay or resist. It is you who have given me the tongue of the learned that I know how to speak a word in the right season. And you have opened my ear as a learned ear. Now, Father, let every word come forth with power. Mm-hmm hitting the bullseye of their heart, exploding with revelation and insight. Oh, in Jesus' name, amen. So I bring you a word today, this night. I come for the women of influence. This is my topic. Women of influence exercising spiritual authority. It is about your spiritual authority at this time in your life. You are being called to awaken and arise and operate in the authority that God has given you. I'm coming tonight to talk to the epic people. The epic people are the extraordinary people who influence culture. You are not by any means mediocre. Glory to God. You have spiritual authority in the earth realm as well as the realm of the spirit. First thing, you need to know your identity. Mm-hmm. You are not a mistake. You're not lost. You're in the body of Christ. Glory to God. You, According to 1 Peter 2 and 9, you are chosen by God. You are chosen for the high calling of priestly work. You are his chosen special treasure. Glory to God. You're set apart, dedicated, purchased. Special people chosen to do God's holy work, instrument to do his work and to speak out for him at this time. Glory to God. You are to tell others of the night and day difference that he made from you, that he brought you from nothing into something, from rejected into accepted, Mm -hmm. called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's a part of your identity. You need to know set aside, 
an order of priests, a holy nation. Glory to God to do the work for the kingdom. You're not just anybody. My God, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, you need to know that. See, because once you know who you are in God, you walk differently, you talk differently, you act differently. You can go anywhere. They can put you in a hostile environment, but the glory of God will radiate from you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you know who you are, you act like you know who you are. You know that all of heaven is with you. God is your rear guard. And the angelic assistance that you have, those who have assigned to you, you are empowered to do the work of the Lord. Glory to God. You need to understand that you are in the book. Okay? I found a scripture in Psalm 139 and 16. And I like the message version. It says, all of the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life, all prepared. Before I even lived one day, it was already set. Hallelujah. He knew where I was going to be. So let me, oh God, let me just speak to you right now. He knows where you are now. He knows where you were yesterday, and he knows where you're going to be tomorrow. Submit to the power of God. Mm, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Every detail. Every detail. The number of your days, the length of your life, before you ever tasted the sweetness of life, before you even breathed one breath in the earth realm, it was already recorded. It has already taken shape. It was already fashioned. Glory to God. Know your identity so that you can walk in the authority and the calling that God has placed in you. He needs a body in the earth room. He needs you for the kingdom. Ah, now is not the time to sit back. Now is not the time to be complacent. Not is not the time. Mm-hmm. Pause commercial. If you don't know me, this is what I do. Listen. I'm in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You know in the news about the hurricane. I am two blocks from the water. But I believe God. I did not evacuate. This is not for everybody. You have to get to this point in your walk and believe in God. Prayer teams, people who I pray with, we prayed. We prayed and we spoke to the storm. That's spiritual authority. We commanded it to dissipate. We commanded it to be encapsulated. Hallelujah. And I praise God because I did what he told me to do. Glory to God. I have to give, oh, glory, glory, glory. He said, walk your yard, anoint the yard, north, south, east, and west, and pray over your yard. Well, let me give you the results of the prayer. Let me give you what the answer was. Hallelujah. That it was so awesome. Oh, God. That there is no damage. The only thing, I live two blocks from the water. Only thing was in my yard, hallelujah, was palm tree leaves that were dead. The limbs of the trees were in the street, past the curb, nothing. That's the power of God. But that is also the spiritual authority that is housed within you. You got to know who you are. It's it, it, Oh, I got to calm myself down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's, hey, hey, can you, oh, I'm still on the commercial, commercial, commercial. Can you even imagine? It's the saints of God who recognize and realize who they are and the authority that they have. Line up and down the east coast of the chain and begin to speak to those storms and command them to go back into the sea and say, not today, devil. You're not coming on land up in here. Now we got to speak to the water that is flooding in Ori County. Before I came on, people were texting me to pray. How people, brothers and sisters, had to leave their homes because of the water. We speak into the water now. Where is the kingdom of God in you? Where is the body of Christ that will have the faith and believe and know and have the knowledge to speak the water and command it to receive? Ooh, I got to calm down. Ooh, I got to calm down. Glory to God. I got, ooh, I'm out there already, Lord. I'm out there. Ooh. Okay, hallelujah. Let me get back. <laughs> 
because I went way off. I felt it. I went way out there. shot up both sides. Anybody believe it? <laughs> okay. You need to know in your identity that he planned for you in love. This is a scripture I found one day. Ephesians 1, 5. Okay? No matter what is happening to you, no matter what you're going through, remember that you are a child of God and he has you. Okay, let's go. Is it Isaiah 49, 16? That he has you. He has your name tattooed in his hand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It says has your name written in his hand. Every time you look at his hand, he got to look at your name. If he's tattooed your face, he's got to see you. If you're in your in his hand, none can pluck you out. Oh, Jesus. Ephesians 1 and 5 in the Amplified Version says, For he ordained us. That means you were predestinated. He destined to adopt you as a child of God through the covenant of Jesus Christ, through the shed blood. He foreordained us, he destined us, he planned in love for us to be adopted. He planned in love for you to be revealed. He planned in love for you to be exposed. Hallelujah. To the world to know that that is my child, that is my daughter, glory to God, as his own through Jesus Christ, in accordance with the purpose of his will. But now watch this. This is the last part of the verse. This is good. Not only did he plan for you in love, but because it pleased him. My God. Kind intent. What a God we serve. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, you need to know I'm still on identity. Hallelujah. Because you received Jesus. John 1 and 12 says, but as many as received him to them, gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now, we know being a son of God, there is no gender in the spirit. We go with what the word says, so we're not going to get caught up in that, okay? Because we're more mature that in the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you received him, you got authority. Glory. You got power. You got privilege. You got rights because you trust and rely on his name. Your faith does not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. You have entered into the realm of absolute, leading your entire personality, having confidence in his power, authority, and dominion. Glory to God. Oh, Jesus, help me, Holy Spirit. I got to calm down. Embrace who you are. Mm, that was good right there for me. When you know it, you embrace it. When you know it, you embrace it, and then you act on it, and the manifestation shall be clear. Now, I'm going to say that you are kingdom assets. You need to know that because you are needed. I heard a woman of God was on the prayer line one day. She called us faith dignitaries. That has not left me. Ooh, Jesus. You are faith ambassadors. You carry something. You are glory carriers in the earth realm. Mm-hmm. You possess power and authority. Glory to God. Luke 9 and 1 says, eh, okay, okay, Jesus. I'm going to go with the Amplified Version. Yes. Mm-hmm. He called together 12 disciples. The Amplified Version calls them apostles and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Called and activated because you have been called and activated to do the work in the earth realm, for the Lord God himself, for Jesus himself, because he is not here in the earth except for in the form of the Holy Spirit, who is our teacher, who is our leader, who is our guide, who is our paraclete. Glory to God. So he needs you to move. He needs you to operate. He needs you as a woman of influence to exercise your spiritual authority. You got it. Use it. 
Let's look at Luke ten nineteen. I like I like that. Let me just see which version that I am going to look at in Luke ten nineteen. Because you know that we we've got to know exactly who God has called us to be. Glory to God. We've got to know these things. You just can't be sitting idle. There is so much work to be done, like speaking to the storm, like speaking to the water. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And that word, Luke ten nineteen says, Behold, in the King James Version, Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents, scorpions, and over all power of the enemy. Nothing by any means shall hurt you. Now, you need to understand that when he has given you power, when he's given you authority, that is an impartation to you. Once, Okay, my God, Holy Spirit, I thank you. Once you get the revelation of the word, and once you get the insight of the word, and it becomes a part of your spirit, there arises an unction within you for demonstration and manifestation of that word, glory. Because the Amplified says, I have given you authority and power to trample over serpent scorpions. He's giving you the physical, the mental strength and ability over all power of the enemy, over all power that the enemy possesses, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Jesus is Lord. Every assault of the enemy, you have power and authority over it. Jesus. God's authority is over you, with you, presence is with you. You control it. You have to move against the agenda of the enemy. Oh, Jesus. Absolutely nothing will be able to harm you as you walk in this authority. Mm-hmm. This verse, you know, when people get into the Greek and everything, and this verse contains the authority of being exousia, meaning that it was delegated. And he says, I gave it to you. I delegate you. I impart this to you. The dominus, hallelujah, is the power. It is cataclysmic. It is a sudden and violent upheaval producing change. That's why we continue to speak to the storm. My God. Hallelujah. Okay, I need to calm down. Glory to God. Now I'm going to talk to you as a woman of influence. Okay, about a couple of women of influence that I found that I thought that they would be perfect for what we are discussing and bringing the word to tonight. You have to know as a woman of influence, it's about a greater purpose. It's not about your gender. Mm. Lately, I have been um, affiliated with a a group called the G-Level, God-Led, and we're talking about uh, this is my mindset, the seven mountains of influence. And that was something that uh, Bill Bright uh, formulated years ago, we say in the 70s. Uh, he was the guy who bought Fourth Campus Crusade for Christ. So as a woman of influence, you need to know that you have got to go into the marketplace. You have got to go into society. Now, I believe that everyone that came here <laughs> wrapped in flesh, from the spirit coming through your mother's womb, you are gifted. There is stuff in your DNA that you don't even know about. But when the glory key is placed within you, you are activated, and those things that God has placed within you manifest. There are things that you don't even have a clue that are in you, that you have the ability to do. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, do not let anybody tell you, you can't do this, you can't do that. Speak to God. Get with the Holy Spirit. You will be surprised. What's in you? Mm-hmm. The seven mountains of influence are number one, religion. Number two, family, cation. Number four, government. Number five, media. Number six, arts and entertainment. And number seven, business. You are called for the greater purpose to change. You are called to birth and to build. Come on, God. You have to step outside of your comfort zone. We no longer can be complacent. Mm -hmm. You have to go and flow. 
okay? You have to be submitted and committed. This is your call, a woman of influence. This is the time and this is the day. You are much needed. You know, I remember reading some prophecies about this is the time of the woman and what women are going to do and how women are going to become prevalent in society. Well, if we're becoming prevalent in society, let us take over the spheres of the seven mountains of influence that we produce change in the earth realm, change in our culture. In the name of Jesus, it's time to become fearless. And speaking of fearless, let's talk about now, the, this is something, this is Becky, okay, so I'm just sharing. Let's talk about the Deborah anointing, okay? Mm-hmm. In Judges 4, you know, Deborah was a woman of wisdom and discernment. She was a judge. She was an intercessor. She was a prophetess. Come on, God. What a combination. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Some of you got combinations in you. You got combination of gifts and skills in you. You don't operate in the singular. Oh, that's good right there. Oh, God, I like that. Mm, hallelujah. Watch this. Pause commercial. The job I have now, um, I was praying, and I was like, Lord, this is what this is how I prayed and got the job that I got. This is a secret for somebody. I don't know who it is. I said, Lord, I'm a gifted and talented individual. Gifts in me, things that you put in me that I didn't know about that have now manifested. Somebody needs what I have. Somebody needs what I'm carrying. Somebody needs what I possess. Glory to God. Put me in the right path and the right alignment and the right timing with this person, with this company. Okay? And he did. But watch this. <laughs> he placed me in a hostile environment. Glory to God. Whoa! Can you handle it? Mm-hmm. I said, okay, God, I see this. But I, <laughs> I am equipped. I was equipped to handle it. And guess what? There is an environmental change. It is no longer hostile. Glory to God. So as a woman of God and a warrior, okay, you have got to use your authority. And hallelujah. Listen, Deborah was a military strategist. I got this thing where I like to ask God for strategy in prayer, strategy in in, in sensory prayer. I want to know what you want me to pray. Give me the right word. Speak that I may hear, that I may find your word on the matter. Because the word is like a hammer. It breaks into pieces. Okay, come on, God. So that is the Deborah anointing. I thought that was awesome for me. Mighty woman of God of influence. Barack did not go to war without her. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's like, I'm not going up here. What does save the Lord? I'm not going into battle. Is there a word from the Lord, woman of God? Hallelujah. Okay, there you go, Holy Spirit. If you go into the seven spheres and the seven mountains, there are going to be people say, I'm not making a decision until I talk to you, until I talk to this woman of God. Watch this. Come on, God. They will be confidently seeking your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding of the matter. And if you're in a right place, seek to be in a right place with God, that you will give them the word of the Lord that will make a difference. It is time for us to take over. I'll give you a, a little pause commercial of Selah moment to think on this. It says in Judges 5.15 that the sons of Issachar, now these the Issachar anointing deals with the timing of God. The sons of Issachar went with Deborah. Come on, God. Hallelujah. The tribe, the sons, the ones of Issachar who could discern the timing and the season of God and the move of God in the earth realm were aligned with Deborah. Selah. The next woman of influence that I'm going to talk about is the Rebecca anointing. <laughs> I got this personally, okay? Paul's commercial. My real name is Sarah Rebecca. 
I remember when I was growing up, I didn't like my name. But after I got born again, I like I like my name. I like the mantle and the weight that my name carries, even though I go by Becky. But that Rebecca anointing, I was in prayer one day. The Lord said, the Rebecca anointing. What is the Rebecca anointing? Oh, let me tell you about Rebecca. In Genesis 24, you know the story when uh, Eliezer came out to search for Rebecca. Mm-hmm so that she can marry Isaac. Well, the Rebecca anointing deals with wells. Glory to God. You got to be able to dig these days. <laughs> you got to be able to dig for the water. Hear that old shit? You got to go deep to get the water, the revelation, the insight to kingdom mysteries. Watch this. The Rebecca anointing, you got to know that people are looking for you. You're not even aware you every time you come to the well. They're watching you every time you dig for water. They're watching you every time you dig in for the word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. The Rebecca anointing, you are always at the well, the word of God for the rivers of living water that flow through you. You always digging for revelation. You always digging. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And watch this. The Rebecca anointing, you will quench the thirst of those who have traveled far through dirt and dry places. The camels, they sit at the well waiting for you to dig deep and draw deep from the rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The well. So when you think of the Rebecca anointing, think of the well of water. The well that is so deep in the word of God where you can put Jesus, where the word comes forth and there is revelation like no other time in your life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you, uh, I'm a, look, let me go on commercial. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a commercial. So I was sitting here this morning and, you know, I was in prayer. Now I'm sharing this with you because I hadn't shared it with anybody. This is my little old thing. This is fresh manna. I was sitting here praying and just worshiping, and I got this, the authority of amen. I'm like, the authority of amen? What? The authority of amen. We know amen means so be it. So my faith invokes the manifestation of what I have applied the amen to. It's creative communication. I'm still sea-lying on that now. I can't say amen to everything. Oh, glory to God. Because when I say amen to a word that is spoken coming across the pulpit, an anointed atmosphere, the word comes forth. When I say amen, my faith reaches up to it to create that which has been spoken. When I say so be it, I have my faith expectancy for that thing which I say amen to manifest and be demonstrated in the earth realm. Whoa, creative communication. Selah, that's Becky. I still got to get a little Selah on that. But that's where I am right now with that. I just thought I'd give y'all that in a commercial. So I'm Selahing on the amen now. I can't say amen to everything because it's, it's going into production. Okay, let's get back. I'll be out there tonight, Lord, to the women of influence. Let's talk about. I got another well woman for you. Okay. We all know about her, the Samaritan woman at the well in John 4. At the well, when she gave, when she came and dug the water out and gave the water to Jesus to drink, she didn't even know that that was a prophetic act of what was to come in her life. My God, speak Holy Spirit. Sometimes, you do some stuff and you don't know what you're doing and you're just being led and it's what is to come. It's just a prophetic similitude, I like to call it, of what was to come because what was to come was when she drew that well, that water out of the well, she was going to take it to a city. Hmm? She wanted to live in water so that she didn't have to come back to the well again. She was tired. That's in the word. Okay? But even though she had the water from the well, 
she had the power to change a city, a woman of influence. Now watch this. In verse 27, the disciples marveled that Jesus would be talking to this kind of woman. Watch this. It don't, listen. When Jesus gives you the instructions, follow it. Don't be worried about the naysayers and the haters. Keep it moving. Do what thus saith the Lord. This is for the kingdom work. The disciples are, oh, my God, the ones that's close, the ones that's in the body. Oh, oh, Jesus. No, I don't need to say that. Hold up, Holy Spirit. The ones that's, when God wants to do a new thing, for the greater purpose and change, and the people been doing the same thing for year after year, and there are no results. I, 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 I need to calm down. And God ushers you in, and you come forth with the word, water from the well, and you change the city. I'm leaving that alone. Mm-mm. How many women of influence have received a word from God that on this line, the power to change a community, the power to change a city, but they held back because of the old guard. I'm going to get in trouble. But nevertheless, Jesus is Lord. I'm speaking it, okay? You ushered up on city. Oh, God, you got to have eyes for the vision. We're late in the day. Glory to God. Okay, I'm almost done. And this one came to me. Let's talk about Lydia. Women of influence, you're being called to wealth. You know, we're always talking about the wealth transfer. You got to go into the marketplace. You got to go into the seven mountains. You've got to go into the seven mountains of society for the sphere of influence. Glory to God. Okay, I, you know, I just feel like on horseback. Glory to God. If you can't walk with the footman, how you going to ride with the horseman? I just feel like we're riding in and taking over. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, and Lydia is in Acts 16, uh, chapter 16, verses 13 through 15. She was a businesswoman. Okay. Expensive te- textiles. She dealt with selling purple, which was rare back in that day. What is it that you have that is rare that you can go into the seven mountains that they want and will pay for? Mm. It's that gifted thing, okay? Now, one of the things that she did, she worshipped, she listened to Paul, and she believed. Now, what happened was she became a benefactor and an ambassador to Paul. Because she extended, even did this when they were jailed and released. So look, let me ask you this question. How many of you are willing to be a benefactor and an ambassador for the kingdom of God going into the seven mountains, spheres of influence, okay, to help those who are not born again? It is your character. It is your conduct that will help. And the glory of God that is upon your life, that is tangible, that is visible, that is audible, that they will come into the kingdom. Ah, the naysayers, the ones that don't like God. You think they could be around you and they not have picked up something? They will not have a curiosity? Why you like that? Why you so happy? Where do you get this wisdom from? Where do you get this knowledge from? It's a chance for evangelism in the marketplace. Glory to God. Now, let's talk about Lydia. She was from Thyatira. Watch this. This was the church that was in Revelations, I think, 2, 18 to 29. And that church, the Lord says, I got a problem with you because you got false teaching from Jezebel. But he gave them power to overcome nations. Watch this. This is another note. That that was the city where she met Paul and Philippi was prosperous because of his presence. I say all of this to say that you are kingdom assets, that you need to be known for what the power of God has done in your life. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to say some things to you, three things, and I need you to seal out on them, and then I'm going to say one other thing, and I'm done. Kingdom assets are known to be authentically relentless. This might be a pen and pencil time for you. 
assets are known to be authentically relentless. These are words that God gave me. I just like these combinations that he does. You are known to be unprecedented in your uniqueness. Now, with me, with that unprecedented, I was on, on, on a prayer line, and I was like, I want the unprecedented. I want the thing that there's no reference point in the earth. I want this that nobody else has seen, heard, or done. You think he can do it? That's what we have. Inventions. Okay. Glory to God. Kingdom assets have accelerated access. Because I have a sure hope and my foundation is firm, I shall move past my enemies. Glory to God. I need to calm down. And the last thing I'm going to say to you is a thing that I have had more than a decade, and it is called Optical Alliance. And this is something that I got from Prophet Kim Clement, who's already gone home to be with the Lord. I know it's more than a decade. I've had it for years. And I keep it in my email to remind me. Okay? And this is about vision, Optical Alliance. Listen carefully. Woman of influence, exercising her spiritual authority. Somebody else has to share what you see in order for it to work on the earth. It is not good enough to have your vision from above, which is vertical vision, or the optical fusion of God's eye and your eye fused together. You have to see what God sees, and God has to see what you see, what you see to see what measurement your sight is. Paul's commercial. He has to see how far you can see into the future. You can't see it until you see it. You can't see it in the natural until you see it in the spirit. He measures your sight. Back to Kim Clement. Someone else has to see the vision that you have to double it, to triple it. If there is someone in your ministry or your business that does not share your focus of vision, you have a divided fusion or a divided optical, a divided vision. That is a problem. We see opinions, beliefs, ideas, but not what God wants us to see. Father, I pray that every person on this line received an impartation of revelation, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding as we have now entered into the new year of 5779, and you have said that it is time for us to harvest in your vineyard. For much seed was planted, and we don't always think of seed, Father, in the terms of finances, but yes, time faithfulness. We thank you right now that it's time to harvest. Let them harvest and become the women of influence, walking in the authority that you have already given them. I thank you that they awaken, awaken, and arise and go forth, conquering in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen. Thank you. I pray that you have received something this night that will make a difference in your life, not only this night, but in years to come. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Oh, my, my, my. I was, I thought I was ready, but Lord, 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 he revealed some things that will take us We need to chew on for months to come. Father, we thank you for the word that has come forth on tonight through your servant. Father, we thank you that you have indeed prepared her for such a time as this. Lord God, we ask that you replenish, that you restore every bit of virtue that she has released on tonight. Oh, God, meet every need in her household, Lord. There is nothing that is broken. There is nothing that is lacking, not only in her home, but anywhere and everywhere that she is, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the writings. We thank you, Lord, for the company. God, we thank you for what you're going to do that supersedes anything that she could ever ask, think, or even imagine, Lord. 
Father, we thank you for this new year, this new level of this of assignment, God, the new dimension that you are taking her. Oh, God, we just bless your holy name for it. And, Lord, we thank you that we will apply, that we will dig deeper, God, that we will go and study what she has given unto us tonight, God, as it prepare us for our new dimension. Lord, we thank you for these three nights. And we thank you for your people that have come, God, to hear from you. If there is anyone on this line that needs to know who Jesus is, to have him as your Savior, to uh, briefly speak with the woman of God, um, please press star 1 on your phone. um, And we will open up your line to just have you to, to speak a word with her or to ask something you know, or to get prayer, whatever it is, and we'll. Uh, I do see someone. Praise God. Amen. Your last four numbers are three, four, ninety-seven. Your line is unmuted. Good evening. Hallelujah. The last four numbers of your phone number is 3497. You are unmuted to speak with the woman of God. Praise God. I don't know what's going on with their phone, but nevertheless, if you are having issues, you can um, contact me, and I will indeed uh, connect you with the woman of God. Is there anyone else who um, would like to, at this time, have a special prayer, be led to Christ, or speak with Evangelist DeWitt? Star 1 on your phone. Remember your last four numbers, because I'm not going to call out your whole number, but your last four numbers. At this time, before we move on, oh, my God, in the name of Jesus, will we thank God for what we have heard on tonight. Again, woman of God, we thank you, and we appreciate your servanthood. To God be the glory for the things that he has done on in this teleconference. Uh, we uh, just lift his holy name. Amen. Be encouraged, but most of all, allow the God of all creation, who is your Father, to make you whole. Amen, amen, and amen. Good night. God bless you, and I love you.